Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. You're listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Just a quick heads up before we get started with this week's episode. I wanted to let you know about a special opportunity to join our flagship course, the Learn Spanish with Music course, for the month of February only. If you want to improve your listening comprehension, learn all about Latino culture and the Spanish language, including vocabulary and grammar without having to open a textbook, oh, and also add some really amazing songs to your playlist, then the Learn Spanish with Music course is for you. You will go from the beginner to intermediate level in less than six months when you complete the full course. Podcast listeners get 15% off during the month of February only. To claim your discount, go to SpanishQuanSalsa.com slash course and enter code MUSICA15 at checkout. That's MUSICA15 at checkout to claim your discount. Once again, that's SpanishGuanSalsa.com slash course, and the code is M-U-S-I-C-A-1-5. I hope you enjoy the Learn Spanish with Music course, and now let's get started with this week's episode. Hola y bienvenidos al episodio 56. Welcome to episode 56 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to review the lyrics for one of my favorite salsa songs to help you learn some new vocabulary and a little bit of grammar too. Así que vamos a empezar. Let's get started. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. 
As you know, salsa music is one of my favorite things, not just to dance to, but also to learn and to teach Spanish. So today I'm going to review the lyrics to one of my all-time favorites. Now, just a heads up, I won't be playing the audio for the song in this episode, and I'll only be going over the chorus and the first two verses of the song. If you want to get the full lyrics and translation for the song, go to the show notes page at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 56. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 56. And there you'll be able to hear the entire song, plus quiz yourself on the vocabulary from the lyrics. Now, as I mentioned, the song I'm sharing with you today is one of my favorites. This is a classic salsa song by Willie Colon and Hector Lavoe, and it's called Todo Tiene Su Final. Now, this title of the song, Todo Tiene Su Final, is literally translated as Everything Has Its End. Uh, or in English, we might say all things come to an end. That's a more colloquial saying that we have in English, but they essentially mean the same thing. So the first thing I want to explain is actually in the title itself. So todo tiene is everything has su final, its end. So that su, in this case su, means its, right? And that's the it apostrophe s in English. It is, but its which denotes ownership, right? Its end. So everything has its end. Now, this su is what you would call a possessive, right? It indicates ownership in some way. Um, But in this case, since we're not talking about a person, we're talking about more of a concept, right? Everything. Um, We're using su to mean its. But su in other contexts can also mean his, her, or their. So if I wanted to say her book, I would say su libro. If I wanted to say his calendar, I would say su calendario, all right? So that su can be used in all of those cases. Um, it can also be used, as I mentioned, uh, for a group. So like if you wanted to say um, their desk, right? Or their party, maybe that's a better example. Um, I doubt many people will be sharing a desk, right? (laughs) But if I wanted to say their party, I would say su fiesta, all right? So again, that su can be used in several different ways, um, and it is used to indicate ownership or possession. There are other forms of this uh, possessive as well. So instead of su, which again can be used for uh, he, she, they, right? Um, You also have tu, which is T-U, and this is the T-U without the accent over the U, right? So you might be familiar with the pronouns like yo, I, tu is you in an informal sense. That tu has an accent over the U, but the tu without the accent, which is just T-U, actually means your, right? So it's your in an informal setting. So again, just an example where I said su libro could be his libro, or his book, her book, or their book, if I say tu libro, I'm saying your book, all right? So tu is the equivalent of su when I'm speaking directly to someone um, in an informal setting. Um, and I also have me, right? So this is mi. So if I wanted to say it was my book, I would say mi libro. 
So that's just a quick lesson on um, how to explain ownership or possession in Spanish. So that su, its end can be used in different ways. And we also have mi for mine and tu for your. Okay, so now let's get to the chorus of the song. It starts off saying, todo tiene su final, everything has its end, or all things come to an end. And the next line is, nada dura para siempre. So, nada dura para siempre. And that means nothing lasts forever. So, as you can see, the song really has a message. It's really about living in the moment. It's about appreciating the things that you have. And it's also about um, impermanence, right? How things just don't last forever. So, that's really the theme of the entire song. I mean, I take the message away from the song that you really have to live in the moment and enjoy yourself, right? Because everything is going to end at some point. Um, so that's kind of where the lyrics are going. It's sort of describing um, this sort of impermanence and how things end. So, todo tiene su final, nada dura para siempre. Nothing lasts forever. Then he says, tenemos que recordar. So you may be familiar with this tener que, which means to have to, or that something that you must do or obligated to do. So in this case, it is in the nosotros form. So it's tenemos que recordar. So we have to, and recordar is remember, okay, to remember. So we have to remember. Now, if you listen to the song, you'll notice that he really just says tenemos instead of tenemos, um, and that's because, again, um, this is salsa, so the artists are from Puerto Rico, and at times uh, they cut off that S at the end of words. So if you're listening closely, you'll notice he just says, tenemos que recordar, but uh, you understand that that means tenemos que recordar. So we have to remember, que no existe eternidad, que no existe eternidad, so that eternity does not exist. So the word order here in Spanish is a bit different. In English, we might say que eternidad no existe, right? So that eternity does not exist. Uh, but in Spanish, again, um, if you were at the grammar workshop that I did about word order um, last week, we talked a little bit about this, that uh, sometimes the word order is different in Spanish than in English, and there uh, generally is a little bit more flexibility, now, one thing I want to point about this, this is a great hack if you're trying to expand your vocabulary pretty quickly in Spanish. Uh, the word eternidad, right, in Spanish ends in that uh, I-D-A-D, idad. In English, it ends in I-T-Y, eternity. So you can actually translate a lot of words that way or even just sort of come up with your own uh, vocabulary on the fly if you know this rule. So anything in Spanish that ends in uh, that I-D-A-D, idad, um, in English is generally going to be uh, a word that ends in I-T-Y. So a couple of examples of this besides eternity, eternidad. Uh, you also have the word clarity is claridad. I'll give you a brief quiz to see if you can come up with some of these on your own. So how do you think you would say reality in Spanish? Hopefully you guessed it. It is realidad. Okay. What about fraternity? fraternidad, right? What about exclusivity? Exclusividad, okay? So you see it's a pretty easy pattern to master. So if you know a word in English that ends in I-T-Y, nine times out of 10, you can go ahead and uh, change that ending from I-T-Y to I-D-A-D 
and you have the Spanish word. So that's a cool trick if, again, it's something that you're trying to figure out how to translate or if you need to come up with your own vocabulary and you're thinking, okay, I know this word in English. What is it in Spanish? You can generally use that rule I-T-Y to I-D-A-D. So now that's it for the course. So let's go on to the first verse. So he says, Como el lindo clavel. Como el lindo clavel. Now the word como in this sense is, um, it's not how. So this is como without the accent over the O. Um, so it means like, like or as in this case. So like the pretty carnation. So clavel is carnation, which is a type of flower. And then he says, solo quiso florecer. Solo quiso florecer. Now florecer means to bloom. All right, so we're talking about a flower. And quiso, in this case, is the preterite past tense of the verb querer. And it's referring to the lindo clavel from the previous line. So we're talking about the carnation. And that solo means only or just, right? So like the pretty carnation that only wanted to bloom. So it just wanted to bloom. Then he says, y enseñarnos su belleza. So again, we have that su. Enseñar means to teach, but it also means to show, right? So in this case, um, enseñar is saying to show, right? So, y enseñarnos. So, enseñarnos, when you have the nos tacked on to the end, means to show us, right? So, that nos, again, very similar to nosotros, which is we, right? But it, in this case, this nos means us. Y enseñarnos su belleza. So, and to show us its beauty. And then it says, y marchito perecer. So marchito in this case means withered or wilted and perecer means to perish. Now this is not parecer which is to seem right like me parece bien right uh, it's good to me or something like that. Um, this is not parecer this is perecer so p-e-r-e-c-e-r perecer which is to perish or to die. So I uh, Y marchito perecer, so it's wilting and dying. So um, we're talking about this beautiful flower, just wanted to bloom. It showed us its beauty, and then, you know, how flowers uh, go, they don't last forever, right? As soon as a flower blooms, or you cut it down, and you put it in your um, in your vase, and you're looking at it, and you're admiring its beauty, that doesn't last forever. It wilts and it dies. So again, it's talking about impermanence and talking about this beautiful flower and how um, flowers bloom. It's just sort of uh, the natural course of things. It's how nature works. Things do not last forever. Okay, so that's the first verse. Then the chorus repeats again. Todo tiene su final. Nada dura para siempre. Tenemos que recordar que no existe eternidad. And then he goes on to say the second verse. Um, he gives sort of another example of how everything doesn't last forever. So he says, Como el campeón mundial. So like the world champion, dio su vida por llegar. Okay, so that dio su vida, so we have su again. So gave his life to get there. 
talking about a world champion who, you know, if you're going to become the best in the world at anything, it's going to take sacrifice. So he's saying, you know, como el campeón mundial dio su vida por llegar. And then he says, y perder lo más querido. So, and to lose what was dearest to him or what he wanted most. Okay. So, y perder, that perder is to lose. And then we have lo más querido. Now, I wouldn't translate this word for word. It's it's more of a phrase. Lo más querido is sort of the thing that he uh, found most dear to him. Uh, and, and that type of construction is used in other ways. So, lo más querido could be translated as the most precious thing or most, um, you know, like I said, the thing that's dearest to someone. Uh, but you can also use something similar, this lo más. You can say lo más importante which means the most important thing. Uh, or you could say lo más probable, which is the most probable or the most likely thing. So you, you might hear this in other contexts as well, this lo más, no, lo más querido, lo más importante, uh, lo más bueno, right? The good thing is that or the best thing. So uh, that's something that you'll find common. I wouldn't try again to translate it word for word. I would kind of think of it as a full phrase. Um, you're saying the most important thing or the dearest thing to me, uh, something like that. Okay, so lo más querido. Then he says uh, to end out the verse, en las masas otro más. En las masas otro más. So another one in the masses. So again, this is uh, sort of uh, an example of the word order in Spanish being a bit different. And it's also a song. So again, you have to think about it when you're uh, listening to music that sometimes there's a little bit of artistic license and uh, poetic nature of the way language is used. But in this case, I'm um, in English, we would probably, you know, literally translate it more as otro más en las masas, right? Another one in the masses. Uh, but in Spanish, again, the word order is, is different and that's perfectly fine in Spanish. So en las masas, in the masses, otro más, another one. Okay. So that más generally means more, Okay, but it can also mean else. Um, and in this case, otro más, again, I would look at this as a phrase, is just another one. All right, otro más, another one. Uh, another uh, common way you kind of would hear uh, más used in this way is una vez más. Una vez más, which means one more time. Right, and in English it would be literally be a time more, right? Um, but in Spanish we would say um, una vez más, one more time. Uh, I can also say uno más, which is one more. There's a couple ways you might hear más used uh, as well. So, en las masas, otro más. And the meaning of that line is just, you know, he's just another one um, of many, right? He's, he's, you know, he loses what's most important to him to reach this goal, to become the world champion. And then at the end of the day, he's just one among the masses, right? He's just like uh, the rest of us, okay? So, that is the overall message of this song, right? It's And I really like it for that reason because it, it kind of, you know, makes you live in the present moment and brings your attention to the fact that life is, is short and nothing lasts forever, okay? So those are the first two verses and the chorus of that song. I hope that you learned something from the lyrics so far. And again, if you want to get the full lyrics because I did not go over the entire song, there's a couple more um, verses and, and some more, um, a lot more music to this song as well. Um, but there is a lot of repetition um, in the song, so I didn't 
go over, of course, because the chorus repeats again and again. Uh, but there is a little bit more uh, content as well to the song. So if you want to listen to the song and hear how it sounds, if you haven't heard it before, I definitely recommend you check it out. Like I said, it is one of my favorites. Uh, but you can go to the show notes page to get the full lyrics at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 56. I also have some flashcards there with some of the vocabulary from the song, uh, as well as a quiz. You can quiz yourself. And you'll also be able to see the translation for the lyrics um, in Spanish as well, from Spanish to English. All right. So again, learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 56 if you want to get the full lyrics. And I will be doing more episodes like this where I will be reviewing song lyrics and I will be providing uh, some additional resources to help you practice uh, the vocabulary that you learn from the episode, all right? So that is it for me. Que tengan un buen día y buena semana. Uh, Have a wonderful day and a great week. And I will talk to you again in the next episode, okay? So as always, I hope that something I shared with you today has helped take you at least one more step closer from a Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast. Sabes que estamos en el mes de febrero. So you know that we're currently in the month of February, which means aquí en los Estados Unidos, so here in the United States, estamos celebrando la historia negra. So we're celebrating Black History. It's Black History Month here in the U.S. And in honor of Black History Month, I wanted you to check out our Black Expat series. Uh, Throughout the podcast, we have featured stories from Black Americans who have decided to travel and even live abroad all throughout Latin America, and their stories are really uh, powerful. We talk about a lot of uh, issues and also just practical things about moving abroad and even traveling um, and the experience, uh, specifically the Black experience uh, abroad and in Latin America. So definitely check out our Black Expat series this month. Just go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash Black Expats. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash Black Expats.